Hey everybody, welcome back to another version of Flock and Gather, your 18-minute podcast to the spa and salon industry. It's Alan Sher, your host. You know I run the Spa Industry Association. I've got a good friend and a special guest today. His name is Matt Walsh. Many of you will know him because he's been around the industry a long time. He's the current founder of Splish Naturals. It's a killer CBD line. Matt, how are you doing this morning? Good morning, Alan, and Happy New Year to you. Uh, I'm doing fantastic. Um, you know, I'm here in Colorado where we live and die on snow, and I'm happy <laughs> to say that it is snowing currently. Well, you know, we live and die in Arizona based on your snow also. So that's true. All our water comes to you. Right. Keep your lawns green. We, we get part of the Salt River. We get the Colorado River. We need everybody north of us to have snow. <laughs> well, hopefully it will continue and uh, keep us in water. Matt, it sounds self-serving. I know. I talked to a buddy of mine in Minneapolis today. He goes, what are you doing? I said, I'm working. He goes, yeah, but you're working and it's 71 degrees. I said, well, what are you doing? He goes, I'm working and it's 16 degrees and they're expecting 12 to 14 inches of snow in Minneapolis today, you know? Yeah, well, I mean, uh, having come from Chicago, I can appreciate the bitter cold winters uh, that the Midwest provides. Um, and it does get cold here, but it's a, you know, as we say here, and probably like you down there, it's a dry heat, it's a dry cold. And well, truthfully, it makes a lot of big difference. It doesn't seep into the bones the way it did in the Midwest. No, and it did when it get because it can go from 30 below to 20 above and 20 above can feel way colder than 30 below sometimes, you know, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, Matt, you did you were you a spa director in Chicago? Well, give us give me the short uh, two minute history on um, on Matt Wall. So our, our listeners know what you're doing or where you came from. So my Chicago connection is that's where uh, I met my wife, got married, uh, had our children and uh but at that time, I was, uh, I, I use the term loosely, a Wall Streeter, probably be better said as a LaSalle Streeter. I was on the floor of the Chicago Stock Exchange. But uh, my wife and I decided that we wanted to not raise our kids in the city. We wanted to move out west. And she had a couple of brothers that lived in Colorado. So we basically packed up the, uh, the station wagon and we moved to Colorado. And I started up a day trading business here that was hugely successful. However, on uh, that fateful day of September 11th, uh, 2001, um, it had a dramatic effect on my wife's and my psyche and what we want to do with the rest of our lives. And uh, having gone away every year for anniversary, one of the experiences we always treated ourselves to was spa and we loved it. It was always a, a fun experience, um, relaxing. And so we ended up uh, exiting Wall Street and opening up our first uh, day spa, which ended up being hugely successful. Sold it in 2008 after uh, owning and operating it successfully for four years, got into consulting. And then I became the area spa director for Vale and Rock Resorts here in Colorado. And then I had the opportunity to move to San Francisco and became the spa and recreation director for the Ritz-Carlton and Half Moon Bay. After about a three-year stint there, we had the opportunity to move back to Colorado, which we consider home. And, um, you know, I started uh, diving deeper into CBD. You know, I started experimenting with it when I was in San Francisco. Um, what's it all about? Does it work? Is it functional? Is it safe? Uh, and really started an extensive level of research and realized that I thought that 
coming from the spa industry would be an advantage to be able to take all my experiences with therapists, other spa directors, general managers of resort hotels, and develop a product line that really was centric to the core of the spa and wellness industry. Well, okay, you covered that in a nutshell. And of course, you and I met at Half Moon Bay, and I that is still singularly, I think we were there for a global spa and beauty, I'm trying to remember, but that was... That to me is an amazing, unique, it's one of those standalone properties. There's just nothing like it. People, if you haven't been to the coast of California, at least go have a cup of coffee at the Ritz-Carlton Half Moon Bay. It is an amazing place. How was it to live there? Because you're not really in the Bay Area. You're just kind of on your own down there, aren't you? Yeah, so actually we did live in San Francisco because my wife was the uh, director of rooms for the Mark Hopkins Hotel. And, um, and so we actually lived in the Candlestick Park area, just right off the water, which is nice. Um, so I kind of had a reverse commute uh, where everybody was heading to the city. I was heading out. I was heading to Half Moon Bay. And the same thing happened at the, uh, the end of the day when I would come home. So the commute was fine. It was actually gorgeous. You know, you come down Highway 1 along the coast, and I'm telling you, it's, I was probably lucky I made it to work every day because yeah. it would be so easy to stop and whale watch. So, um, but it was, but the, but the hotel, the resort there is iconic. It's beautiful. And, and to your point, yeah, grab a cup of coffee there, sit outside by a fire pit. It's, it's just the most spectacular place. How long was your commute? I probably anywhere between 20 and 35 minutes. Oh, so it wasn't terrible. Oh, cause no, you no. were already on the South end of the city anyway. I was already on the South end of yeah, the city right. and there were a couple of routes you could take and, uh, you know, and I pay attention to traffic, um, but like I said, you know, every, when everybody was heading north, I was heading south. So I was, uh, you know, unless unless you had a crazy driver who clogged traffic up, you know, um, it wasn't that bad at all. Matt, you you did day trading, so you know the the intensity of day trading. But becoming a spa owner and director doesn't make it any less intense, does it? No, I thought it was actually. Um, when we opened our first spa, I thought, oh, this is going to be an ah moment. You know, I'm going to finally get to relax. I'm going to get off of the edge um, and came quickly to realize that when you're on the trading floor and you're fighting for trades and you're screaming and you're yelling and, you know, you're punching the air and, um, you know, you're throughout the entire day, you're de-stressing and, and nobody's taking anything personally. Nobody's breaking down and and becoming emotional. Um in the spa industry, I came quickly to learn that I needed to change my interaction, how I interacted with uh, um, everybody in the spa. You know, I was very short, very succinct, very to the point. And so I had to really soften my approach with therapists, estheticians, hairstylists, managers, um, because, well, truthfully, they just weren't used to that type of intensity. And, you know, and of course, I have always operated with a high level of expectations. When I interview staff, I would stand up on my chair, raise my hand as high as I could over my head and explain to them, these are my expectations. Now, the cool thing about it is, guess what? Your expectations of me are no less. Um, so, yeah, it took me a couple of years, I think, to, to for lack of a better phrase, mellow out. <laughs> and really kind of, you know, be more empathetic, be more visual, be a better listener. Um, 
And, you know, taking the time to learn those skills ended up serving me extremely well by building very cohesive, dedicated and loyal teams. Matt, you, you know what's changed a lot now in several of the, the podcasts for Flock and Gather and conversations I've had, the subject comes up where it used to be that we had a schedule and we'd say, okay, Donna, you're uh, nine to six on Monday, Carla, you're four to eight on Monday, you know, and we would give people their hours um, for the week. And for many of the spot owners that I talk to now, it has become very much more gathering them in like a family. What's going on in your world? How, what kind of hours work best for you? You know, where there's been, seems to have been a shift because people can move so easily today and there is always another job the next place they go. So we, there's been very much, I think, a change of philosophy about bringing them into the family culture, if you will, of whatever the facility is uh, that you're working at. But you seem like you were already doing that years ago already. Yeah, I mean, you know, like I said, you know, after coming off a fast-paced Wall Street career and, and moving into spa, it was a bit of a um, an eye-popping experience to to really put on the brakes, slow down. And, and you're absolutely right. I mean, I learned quickly that it was more important to spend time with these individuals. Um, that doesn't mean we're out shooting pool, you know, every night together, but, <laughs> but to learn their, who they are, you know, what are, what do they love to do in life? Um, are they, do they have families? How do they recreate? What do they like to vacation? What are their strengths? What are their aspirations? You know, to me as a leader, the most important thing is to be able to one, find the right place for everybody, you know, whether it's a schedule, whether it's a modality, whether it's, um, you know, working with group business or, you know, whatever it is and, and, and be able to play off of their strengths, but at the same time, support their aspirations. Even if it means losing a staff, if it means, you know, losing probably my front, my key front desk, you know, manager, because she wants to go to aesthetic, aesthetic school. And of right. course, you know, you got to support these people. We have always said, especially on the wholesale and the vendor end of the business, you've got to develop relationships with people. That's what it's all about. But you could say the same thing about your staff, right? I mean, if you don't have relationships in some way or form with your staff, then they're not part of your family. Exactly right. You know, and I've always learned, um, you know, at first I learned it, um, you know, with a great degree of nervous anxiety. But you know what? When one door closes, another one always opens. Right. You know, I've, I remember having a, I built a, a yoga program and I only had a couple of yoga instructors and one of them went on to, you know, some greater aspirations, which I supported her. But all of a sudden I thought, oh my God, it's not like yoga instructors were growing on trees and I can just find them. But before, you know, before I could even post the job, I had four people coming in saying, I heard you're looking for a yoga instructor. I hired all four of them. Well, good way to expand the family. Will you tell me, uh, Matt, you, we started part of this conversation. You explained that you started experimenting with CBD. So give us the short story on how experimenting with CBD became splish natural. Well, what's the website, by the way, for your company? So our website is splishnaturals.com. Okay. And that's S-P-L-I-S-H. People, just like it sounds, splishnaturals.com. 
Yeah. Um, go ahead, Matt. Yeah. So, so when I started hearing about CBD, you know, I thought, okay, you know, I'm reading all about all these things. And of course it was also at a time where there were probably a lot of, a lot of publicity out there that really wasn't true about it. So it was almost like the miracle natural ingredient that everyone should be, uh, utilizing. Um, so I started, you know, experimenting with it, you know, to see, did it help me sleep at night? Did it help me, you know, reduce some aches and pains? I experimented with, you know, some oral tinctures, some topical products, and, you know, then I began to discover that there's different types of CBD, you know, there's a type that contains a, a small amount of THC in it. And there's a, there's a broad spectrum, which has no THC or very little, or, you know, not in a non-measurable amount of an isolate, which is also non-measurable. And so when we formed this company, you know, we immediately dove in and used a full spectrum product, which has 0.3% THC. But we got feedback immediately because we started experimenting or using this product with athletes and massage therapists. And there's a lot of massage therapists that were quite nervous about testing positive, you know, whether, you know, because a lot of big companies are self-insured. If you trip in the parking lot, split your lip, the first thing they're going to do is drug test you. If you test positive, you lose your job. Um, athletes, as you know, are always being drug tested for all kinds of things and they cannot afford to, to have THC. So we ended up going with uh, CBD isolate. Um, but our products developed, you know, because we understood the, the, the nature of having whole plant extract. So having all the experience we have in the spa industry and working with uh, some amazing product companies and essential oil companies, um, you know, we, we understood essential oils. We understood their functionality. We understood their composition from a terpene and flavonoid standpoint. So our products, you know, and, and we, we kind of promote ourselves less CBD and more wellness because we incorporate, yes, we do use CBD as a quality ingredient. We also use high quality therapeutic grade essential oils. We reinfuse all our products with food grade terpene blends. Uh, so we're reintroducing basically the whole plant extract into our products. And yet with isolate, it's easy to measure. We can almost assure that if there's hundred milligrams, we say there's hundred milligrams, it'll be within, you know, one or two percentage points. And so, so, but, but to get back to the experimenting, I realized that I was feeling better. I could feel a difference. You know, I slept better at night. And, uh, and so, you know, like any business I've ever started, you know, I would set goals and milestones. And if I reach them, I would reevaluate and then push forward. And in the meantime, everything was sent out to the group of therapists that I've been working with over the years to give me their feedback. Okay. Let me bring our listeners up to speed. There's always a lot of the terminology can be confusing. So give me short answers here. What does the word isolate mean? Isolate means that they've isolated the, this single cannabinoid, CBD, and there's about 110, 120 cannabinoids within the hemp plant, um, CBD being the most prevalent. So what they've done is they basically isolating that so it becomes 99% pure CBD. Got it. And what does full spectrum mean? So full spectrum is the whole plant extract. It's everything. It's, 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 um, it's all the cannabinoids that are included. So, you know, you'll have a big percentage of of CBD, and then you'll, you'll go down to all the other cannabinoids, CBG, CBNs, you know, et cetera. Um, it has the uh, hemp plant terpenes in it and any flavonoids. So the other thing with full spectrum, you, you said broad spectrum. Well, yeah. no, you, is, did you say full or broad when you talked? So Either full wide. spectrum, and the difference between full and broad is full spectrum has 
that THC component in it. Broad spectrum does not. Okay. What does the word terpene mean? So terpene is a volatile compound that lives in all plant life. It is the natural defense and the aroma of plants. So if you smell a rose, that's the terpenes that you're smelling. However, terpenes protect plants from drought, heat, cold, insects. They are, and, and because of, of their defense mechanisms for, for natural plant life, they have uh, discovered that terpenes also have huge health benefits. So, and, and, and don't confuse, you know, terpenes. Yes, there are terpenes in hemp plant, there's terpenes in marijuana, but all the terpenes we use come from their natural source, whether it's mango, thyme, mint, basil. Okay, and when you say it's 100 milligrams and we know it, is this a problem with other product lines out there where they're, they just don't measure up to what the label says? It, it has been, you know, and products are always randomly tested to see if you're plus or minus. And, and, you know, a lot of companies think, well, I'd rather be over and that's fine. You know, you're giving the, the customer more than what they had, but at the same time, you're also basically saying that we, we're, we're not accurately measuring our, our, T, our TH or our CBD content. So yeah, it's important, you know, to make sure that if you say there's a hundred milligrams that you're within you know, I, I think I think the measure, the industry standards, within ten percent okay. of of what you say. Got it. Okay, um, we're talking today with uh, Matt Walsh. He is the founder of Splish Naturals. That's plural. SplishNaturals.com. You need to go see what they're doing because they're very cutting edge when it comes to CBD uh, products. Matt has been a spa director, a consultant, a day trader. He's now a CBD company owner. Matt, damn, you have a long resume. In the minute we have left, let's talk pickleball. <laughs> it's so popular in the country today. And what do you want to tell our listeners how Splish and Pickleball go together? Wow. Well, we we uh, sponsored our first pickleball uh, tournament in Chicago this past Labor Day. Um, it's the fastest growing sport in the United States. There's pushing close to 5 million players. Um, we are excited to be a sponsor of this year's U.S. Open Pickleball Championship Tournament, which is the world's largest pickleball championship tournament uh, down in Naples, Florida, the last week of April. Um, this is a, 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 a huge spectator sport. You know, there's for think about pickleball, there's going to be probably 30, 40,000 spectators. There's going to be close to 3,000 competitors. Uh, competing on 90 courts, 90 pickleball courts over a seven-day period from April 23rd to April 30th. And we're proud to be a, a, a sponsor and we're the uh, only one in our space that are, are, are sponsoring the event. So we're super excited. It's a fun sport. It's growing. It's a great demographic because it, it ranges from teenagers to 95-year-olds. I read an article the other day, said, guy said, I'm playing pickleball till I'm 110. <laughs> um, and congratulations, Matt. That's, re that's really an honor to be the CBD sponsor in that, in your space for the National Pickleball Group. I, I really, honestly, I see the courts out here in my complex are always full. Phoenix is building a huge park across the street. They originally called for like all these basketball courts. Well, guess what? Now there's one or two basketball courts and everything else is a pickleball court. So really congratulations. You've done an amazing job with Splish Naturals. Thanks so much, Alan. Appreciate uh, it. Matt, I can't wait to do it again. There's so much more I want to talk about, but we'll save it for the next podcast. Thank Sounds you great. so much. Hey, have a great day today.
you're doing Take friends, care. remember, please be kind to one another.